Welcome to Best Song Ever. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How you doing today, Luke? Oh, Brian, buddy, I am... <laughs> I'm drowsy, but not lousy. I'm a little mm, tired, yeah. but in a good way. Yeah. You know, like the Pokemon drowsy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I am also feeling drowsy, also not lousy, but on the way here, all of a sudden I realized I had driven like one and a half miles away from uh, past where I was going, and I Don't had to turn that? around, and I was like, what is going on? I was just zoned, so I've been pretty zoned out today. We're like ditzes today. We I know. <laughs> we started recording this podcast, yeah. but only problem, we didn't. And right. so we're we're a little uh, absent-minded today, mm. but um you know, we're going to play some music and let it just heal our drowsy minds. Yeah, I I do hope that that happens. Um I'm also like occupied uh, my mind's occupied elsewhere because after we are done recording here i'm, I'm going to uh, go watch the finale of survivor uh, mm. which is on tonight and um, this has been a really big week for tv for me uh, monday you had the premiere of the new season of the bachelorette and it was pretty great oh my god this uh tonight we have the finale of survivor Tomorrow is the finale of Riverdale. Oh my god. Crazy Brian. craziness. It's so exciting. Oh, you um you hurt me. <laughs> Why? Why? What's <laughs> with, with these shows? Oh, uh, there's they're Brian, great. You can do so many better things with your time than <laughs> no, watch no. this film. No. no, it's it's good stuff. I just like it, Luke, okay? Let me like the stuff I like. You know what, Brian? That's fine. I'm gonna let you I'll, I'll allow you to like it for Thank now, you. Thank um, you. but I've got my eye on you, okay? <laughs> okay. I don't. <laughs> if fine. you throw one more shitty reality show in your repertoire, I'm going to... I might disown you. I might have to de-cousin you. Well, I'm always on the lookout for shitty reality shows, so you'll probably have to de-cousin me at some point. Okay. Well, we'll see. All right, folks. Well, this is, of course, best song ever. We're going to play you our favorite new songs. And if I play a song Brian really loves, he's going to say... Papa Likey. And if he plays one I really love, I'm going to say, Lordy, Lordy, Barry Gordy. And Brian, you're going to get us started today. Is that correct? You are correct. You don't deny it. I don't deny it, and I You didn't supply it? I will supply it. Okay, please supply a song Um, to me. And, you know... So, uh, some of my songs, actually maybe all of them, kind of go well with our drowsy mood today. Oh, yeah. Not not like because they're sleepy, but they're dreamy, and um, so, like some of them are a little otherworldly, or the first one I'm going to play here is definitely uh, Nocturnal comes to mind. Mm. Um, you know, when I was going to college, I would often stay up all night like just for no real reason nighters bro that's college 101 and you you entered like if you did several kind of in a week span you enter this state around like 3 30 4 a.m where ever like just you're walking around where people normally are but there's no people and it's just you're in this weird kind of mind state and i feel like the album that this song comes from exists in this space that's how Mm. i feel when i listen to it um and it's an album that i mentioned on our shouts last week it just came out on friday this is from uh montreal singer songwriter (laughs) ludovic 
Alari. I don't think you've listened to this yet, have you? I haven't. I'm really excited to play it for you. I think you're going to like it. I tried to get you to listen to it a couple times, but I think you and just I kind refused. of ignored me. I kicked and screamed um, as you tried to put the headphones in my ear, and I said no. <laughs> right. But um, he's a 25-year-old singer-songwriter. The press release says he sings like he speaks, which is gentle and soft. Mm. Um, and he has songs in English, some in French. The one we're going to listen to is in French. And... Um, some of the album reminds me almost of like if Elliot Smith were still alive and French, this <laughs> this would be the kind of uh, music he might make. Um, other is more R and B related a little bit. He, he kind of goes like if like uh, Lisa Lefty Lopez were alive in French. Yeah, not quite. Um, but it just it kind of exists in its own interesting world. And uh, I feel like this song is a great introduction to this interesting world. So let, let me get us started with Ludovic Alari with Nui. <laughs>
Yeah, I'll give it a Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. Just leave me alone already. Um, you just turned it, the energy in this room from drowsy to rousing. <laughs> Although that was very chill and dreamy, like you said. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I was like, when it started, I was like, this is what what's what's happening? What's what going is on? This here? rhythm yeah. that's because it was like switching up a lot, but then sort of busted into that beat. And um, I love a French whisper. You know, just that breathy well, French. I know you do. That's like ninety percent of your Google searches is like French whisper. How did you find out about my, my ASMR triggers? Um, no, like the uh, Serge Gainsbourg, Bridget Bordeaux. Yes, Chetem. Right, so good. Um, although he didn't really like simulate an orgasm on that song, which is like the one fault against it, I would say. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But. Yeah, a lot of cool stuff going on. Not what I expected. Um, I thought it was going to be more like electronic, where I feel like that was very organic, but sort of had that dreamy atmosphere to it as well. Very cool. Yeah, definitely. He is a uh, former classical guitarist, so mm, there's a lot of makes sense. interesting guitar going on throughout this whole album. And um, like I said, the, the album is a nice journey. Like, it, it, it goes... Um, kind of style to style, all fits together well, uh, is all this kind of uh, dreamy landscape. There are a couple songs that are like seven minute jams, uh, not like jam jams, but they get in this like groove that doesn't overstay its welcome. They're really good. I really, really love this album. Also, I feel like it's such an appropriately titled album, and I want to talk about it, that a little bit with you. Um, the The album is called we're a dream nobody wrote down which i think is a really interesting album title hmm. um and just the the idea of keeping track of your dreams and like in dream journals right and how um you when you have a dream that you can't quite remember you just remember like gut feelings or gut reaction you can't remember all the details and kind of equating existence with that feeling is yeah. interesting to me. Yeah. So that was Ludovic Alari with Nui from We're a Dream Nobody Wrote Down, which is out now on his own Choo Choo Records, as well as Asawakaru, which is another label. Um, but the the physical album that you get with this is actually an album zine. So it comes like in a magazine form. I thought you were gonna say it was like a choo-choo train. Like <laughs> that a, would be interesting. A little, like pop up or um, something. But no, it's in a it's in like a magazine, and it has all the lyrics with different pictures in that, and that's it comes neat. with a bookmark that's a digital download of the album. So you get a physical like magazine, but a digital download. It's pretty nice. cool. Interesting. I'm always down for a magazine that doesn't show me like a picture of Mila Kunis and say divorced and wasting away. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever see magazine covers yes because i like what's the deal with magazine I'm, covers you know yeah what's the deal with these things well because i'm like shocked that they even exist still but i see them at the store when i'm checking out and i'm like there's there's no way that the things they say on them is true anymore and it was just right a picture of mio kunis like in sweatpants like she didn't even look bad or anything right. it was just she wasn't all made up it does feel like whenever you see those it's it's always a woman who's apparently divorced or broken up from someone 
and is taking it poorly and they are like they choose a bad picture of them. exactly when it's like the, she, it was probably just like a lazy sunday and she was just like i don't know want to get dressed up i'm about to run to the gas station or something someone right. snapped a pic and i'm like man you see a picture of me on sundays <laughs> i look like <laughs> you'd be like I, did he come back from the dead? Like, what is he? Mm-hmm. I think he's been divorced and wasted away and resurrected by some witch, right. you know? Yeah. D- or, like, did he get a part as an extra on The Walking Dead? Yeah. It's like, it's like, what What did he walk out of the funeral home and come back and be like, right. hey, I'm here. Oh, just... <laughs> so le- leave me alone. It's from the yeah. point of what I'm saying. Brian. Luke. I am ecstatic to play you my next song. You sure don't sound or look it. <laughs> my uh, sounds and looks usually betray my true feelings. Um, I'm good that way. But uh, this is a band that is one of my favorites. Has been nigh on these past nine years. This is a band, a little band by the name of Yaysayer. Mm. You ever heard of them? Yes. Yay. I have. Yay. You have. And, uh, you know, I heard them back in 2010. I think you told me about them. Uh, I think so. Their album, Odd Blood, which is a masterpiece. One of my favorite albums of all time. You know the national lyric where he says, if you want to see me cry, play Let It Be or Nevermind. Mm. If you want to see me cry, play mm. Matter Red by Yaysayer, mm. and I will be howling through the tears. Ooh. That's what it sounds like when I'm crying and singing the ooh. But um, just a beautiful album. And, you know, they started off in 2007 with their first album. They were sort of like a DIY indie band. And then with Odd Blood sort of progressed to adding electronics. But still just like gut-wrenchingly beautiful as well as being danceable and anthemic. From there, they sort of continued with this use of electronics their album fragrant world after that was a lot about technology and um this new album is called erotic reruns Mm -hmm. it's uh yeah i know you know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um and it's sort of influenced by some of the songs like one of the singles that's been released is uh let me listen in on you and so sort of comments on like the surveillance culture and um like yeah all our information being watched and listened to and sort of an authoritarian uh slant on some of these anon wilder one of the members of yaysayer said something happening over and over again reruns are never erotic they're always stale and tried and true anything erotic gets canceled or relegated to the dustbin keep it sleazy now that last part kind of throws me for a curve, but I sort of am interpreting that as the erotic part being like breaking out of what's been done over and over again and the reruns, seeing these things that happen over and over again and wanting something new. Um, but has that person seen Three's Company? Because, I mean, that's kind of an erotic show, oh, if you ask me. Oh, there's some erotic reruns of Three's Company. <laughs> Absolutely. I think maybe that's the exception. Okay, there's always or an maybe, exception. maybe this right. album is a veiled Three's Company tribute. <laughs> I'm not, maybe. I can't speak to that. Yeah. The song we're going to listen to is the lighter side of it, more of a hopeful song about love 
And so I heard Ye Sayer had a new album, and I wanted to play a song from it. And then their people were like, hey, we got a secret song for you. What? That's dropping today. And they were like, you want to play it? A, a best song ever exclusive. No, it's not really exclusive, but we are playing it on the day it comes out. Um, so this is fun. And uh, when I heard it, I was like, yes, 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 please. Uh, um, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have what she's having. <laughs> right. And so uh, <laughs> did you? Did we just have an erotic rerun there? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> um, but this song is ecstatic in its energy. So let's just get into it. Here's Yesayer with Ecstatic Baby. <laughs> crazy song um <laughs> right yeah i i feel like i need to listen to it a, a couple more times to truly wrap my mind around it it was like on one hand uh kind of a standard like 
love pop song sounding. Yeah. But so many crazy noises going on. Uh, when it started, I don't know if you saw, but uh, it made me kind of jump out of my chair because it, it starts off hot. You go, you, you come yeah. in like in the middle of it, uh, and the synth noises going on, the kind of the yeah like I, I don't kind know, of sounds right like noise. a siren yeah um, um it's really yeah. interesting yeah it is That's uh, is it is it just like a, a love song or is there some sort of um underlying uh meaning to it that i i mean don't that get? seems to mainly it's sort of a hopeful yeah love yeah. song and about like the healing power of love but um yeah no that's pretty much it i mean um, some of the other ones get a little darker, but they're all sort of, I feel like they were definitely 80s influenced on Odd Blood, and mm-hmm. this, I just feel like they turned it up. Every song surprised me, definitely. I was like, what? what is this? But um, yeah, like you take a couple listens and digest it all. I heard new things yeah. in this uh, this time. I've been listening to this a lot, but um, I love in the end when some subtle elements come in that make that last part very uh soaring at the end when they're singing the chorus again um yeah it's kind of goofy and jaunty and bouncy but at the same time uh it's sort of like you said just like a classic uh like pop love song yeah it was it was cool definitely uh i enjoyed it and they're uh they're a weird band i i I like their trajectory that they're on and they they just keep being true to their themselves and uh creating these new interesting sounds yeah definitely so that was yaysayer with ecstatic baby from erotic reruns out june 7th on what's this yaysayer records whoa i mean that's either wait either they just went on that label because they didn't want to have to like sue them to get the name or they made their own damn record label wait that I think that's the name of the band, right? Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. So I'm going to move along to uh, a songwriter who um, I feel like this follows nicely after that. Uh, she also creates these weird worlds. What a weirdo she is. Uh, she is kind of weird. And the the description, I'm going to read the description of her from the press release. It's one of the more uh, strange ones I've heard, but... This is uh, Megabog, which is the moniker of Aaron Elizabeth Berge, who uh, is described as a Pacific Northwestern rodeo child with an unmistakable laugh who was allegedly cursed upon conception. Um, I don't know the story behind that. To be a Megabog. To be a Megabog. Megabog sounds like climate change to me. I don't know. Mm. Uh, Bog always reminds me of Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, right. So um, I'm I'm good with it. And uh, this is not video game sounding at all. But um, disappointing. Sorry. <laughs> it's uh, it's really I'm 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 excited to play it for you. I'm not going to describe the sound that much. But uh, what I what I will say is she writes what she calls sci-fi pop experiments. She's uh really influenced by a lot of sci-fi writing. She likes to literally create these interesting worlds uh inspired by actual life events that she goes through this particular album that the song comes from was inspired by the ongoing mourning following the death of her childhood horse companion rose 
as well as navigating the feelings and physicality of two abortions, and just the hapless, shattering social, political, environmental turmoil on the planet known as Earth right now. I was about to cry after you said the horse thing. I know. (laughs) And the rest of that on top of it? Yeah, so a lot of stuff going on in here, um, and she filters those experiences into the album World that is called Dolphine, or Dolphin with an E. It's inspired by a myth that suggests uh, as humankind evolved from sea creatures, some individuals chose not to leave the water and walk the earth, but rather to stay in the ocean and explore the darkness as dolphins. So here's Megabog with For the Old World.
whoa, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk about a journey. And I like how that little sound at the end, it was like a guitar sounds Here. like a dolphin squeak. Yeah. Um, now, do you think that maybe, I think this is a good theory um, as to how life became. I don't know if that's how she intends it. I know this is sci-fi, but I think this was legitimately a thing that happened. And maybe that's why dolphins are the only other species that has sex for pleasure. Because they used to be humans, and they're like, let's just become dolphins and fucking our dolphin bodies. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's onto something here. And I think you're onto something, too. Yeah. Yeah, That makes total sense to me. Yeah, it had an aquatic nature to it a a little bit at the beginning, especially. um, And just the, the synths kind of washed over. But man... Like, I forgot how weird that song is. And then we, we yeah. listen to it, and it's it's strange. The release describes this as lounge music genre perversions. Mm. Um, yeah, I could see that. As And both ethereal and belligerent, <laughs> which uh, I mean, is definitely also true. big and takes you by surprise that first part with, like, the strings and then every switch up. Like, it was, uh, yeah, definitely some big, bold choices, but... Um, I see the lounge element too, sort of jazzy there, um, which something about that does. It, you're right; it did feel kind of beachy and uh, mm-hmm. aquatic. Um, with the, I don't know why the lounge music makes you feel that way, but it does. Yeah, and it's just kind of bouncy and like yeah. feels good, but then you're like, oh shit! I remember what inspired this music, and um, you know, at times the album is described as oh i forgot that's what inspired it yeah exactly <laughs> I, I was exactly. too busy thinking about dolphins fucking <laughs> <laughs> to, yeah i mean that's that's fair too um but you know there there's anger and sadness and jealousy all throughout the album as the uh, as she says uh and it, it's always interesting and fun when yeah at, there there was a point in that song where it was overwhelming and uh you felt as though things may be closing in on you yeah, like yeah. Uh, something like that but it's fun when the um themes and emotions in the music don't necessarily match up with the sound of the music it just makes this kind of you know uh yeah interesting dichotomy going on also something i found out is this is going to be her fifth album and i'm excited to go back and check out her older music because i had never listened to her before this is the introduction for me to megabog that's quite an introduction so that was megabog with for the old world from dolphine which is out june 28th on paradise of bachelors oh that's uh that's a place that you often frequent on the television, The Paradise of Bachelors, right? It is, and there's a spinoff uh, called Bachelor in Paradise, oh. which is the best version of the show, if you ask me, which no one has. Um, is that different from Paradise Island? Uh, I mean, yeah. I just saw that on Hulu. I was like, is that Bachelor in Paradise? I've never watched Paradise Island, but it is different. Um, Yeah, it has all your favorites from the Bachelor and Bachelorette universe. They they go on an island and they hook up. That's like (laughs) people, you know, are talking about like the Avengers doing a big crossover. No, the Mm. Bachelorette, all your favorites from the Mm. Bachelorette universe? It's the Avengers of... The BTVU, yes. the Bachelor Television Universe. Exactly, you're getting it. 
All right. Well, Brian, you played a soft Frenchman earlier, and now I'm going to play a soft American. <laughs> um, okay. Soft singing. This soft American I'm about to play, he actually has an album called American Soft. That's why <laughs> I bring this up. Uh, this is a man by the name of Chris Staples. Do you know this gentleman? The name sounds familiar, but I don't. I can't place him. So he toured as a member of Telekinesis. Um, oh. fantastic band mm-hmm. and um played for your uh, personal hero father john misty before Ugh. he made this album called american soft and he uh gave it to his friends matthew cause of not a surf and michael benjamin lerner of telekinesis and they passed along to barsook records and they put it out and that's a wonderful album. That was my introduction to him, American Soft. Just a beautiful uh, folk album. He is one of the great folk poets of our time, and his lyrics are just incredible. In 2016, he came out with Golden Age, his next album, and sort of uh, expanded the instrumentals a little, a little bit. His new album, Holy Moly, was recorded in his garage, and he said he would like leave it and then come back to it. He said, what I hope to communicate with Holy Moly is that a human life is full of possibility. There's so much goodness that you can will into existence. I feel like people are resigned to a type of inevitable hopelessness in our culture. Why rule out the possibility that things can get better? You know, Brian, if you just stay true, some good things are coming back to you. That's a lyric from American Soft. And similar sentiment that he's sort of uh, trying to get across here on Holy Moly. And we're going to listen to this song called Everybody Said. So let's get into it, and then we'll uh, discuss it a little more later. Here's Chris Staples with Everybody Said. Everybody said we were way too young. To be falling in love, we should just have fun We were glowing red hot, we cannot behave Got married in the church where I first got saved And we did not have a plan Not have 
That was uh, real beautiful, gorgeous, I, and the piano was uh, interesting. I yeah. think that's what set it apart for me, as well as his voice. There's just something endearing, and it feels like someone I've known for a long time singing Absolutely. to me or, or something. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm interested to, to dig into his music more now. Yeah, he's really an incredible songwriter, and... Yeah, just a very warm, uh, endearing voice. I just love this story of these two young lovers and just going against what everybody said, and uh, they get married young. And I don't know. Um, it's it's one of those interesting, like slice of life type folk songs that like the Mountain Goats do really well, and that's why another one of my favorite folk poets and. Uh, I, I like that you kind of don't know how things end up, you know, like I kind of am skeptical that they will stay like this forever. It seems like from what he says, they sort of rushed and, um, but there's still that just, I mean, even if it's a sad ending, I love me a doomed love story mm-hmm. and, um, just, yeah, the emotion of that is really, uh, just the, like you say in the piano and the sound of it, like. I just, even without listening to the lyrics, I feel like you get that feeling, um, the feeling of the song. And I'm the part about the church where I first got saved, yeah. I was like, oh, we can relate to that because oh, yeah. we've been in the, the church when we, uh, we've been, uh, grew up in the church. And, uh, I feel like, yeah, this whole thing, I just picture the whole area. I feel like I know these people in this story. Chris is just an amazing songwriter, has, a beautiful voice and uh i've really enjoyed every album he does what where should i start with him american soft i say start with soft uh, start soft <laughs> start soft then that's, go golden that's what i always do <laughs> i always start soft yes so that was chris staples with everybody said from holy moly out june 28th on barsuk records just one second i want to do a quick voice memo uh, oh okay um <clears throat> Restaurant idea. Holy mole. A Mexican restaurant with religious flair. I don't know. Workshop this later. Hmm. All right. We can continue. Yeah, on Brian, now. I would appreciate if you don't use the podcast as like your personal reminders. Like we, we got a job to do here. But yeah, I, by I, voice memo, I meant just record this on the podcast, and I'm going to listen to it later. I oh, didn't okay. record it on anything else, so I'll just cue up the podcast, and I'm like, oh, shit, what what was that business idea mm, I had? You're right. Oh, actually, you know what? Well, while we're doing it, yeah. like uh, I should probably remind myself that I need to get some paper towel and cat litter from the store, so... Why are cats always littering? You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, it's like, yeah, I... <sighs> I feel like they're the reason that we have these mega bogs from climate change. It's exactly. really, and they, you know, the politicians never talk about, they this, never talk about the cat litter cats problem are just throwing trash all over the place uh-huh. and it's ruining our planet. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> kill all cats, right? No, not my kitties. All right. My last song. Um, I, I don't know what it says about my state of mind, but, all of my songs, I feel like, fit in this 
kind of like slightly off kilter yeah you're a sociopath <laughs> yeah i think that's what it says if the songs you're listening to are like in a slightly, slightly off kilter like otherworldly sort of place yeah. um this is another like nocturnal late night song i feel like um it has a interesting blend of like psych rock and jazz to it it reminds me of it's got a little trip hop feel like from from the 90s if you remember the trip hop phase this is a band from brooklyn called crumb have you heard any of their songs i haven't uh, i had not either they are getting ready to put out their first full-length album and i've been loving them it's just a really fun interesting sound kind of nostalgic for me kind of strange and their own thing as well the lyrics of this song strange and uh and poetic just about this person who is kind of lost doing housework drinking and feeling alone and not quite right let's go ahead and listen to crumb with nina
I felt a little uncomfortable at first and I was like crumbfounded and confused. But then I was like, you know what? This song is pretty crumbelievable. Yeah, not that style of vocal is what I like. I don't expect that kind of vocal to have that sort of backing track. Like you're saying, it did feel like um, more of like a hip hop beat with her singing over it where you would more expect like a, a rock band to be playing um, with that style of singing. So it's very interesting. Yeah, I liked these sort of like vibe sounds. Yes. Um, very dreamy and like you say, nocturnal. Um, yeah, it was um, it was pretty cool. It has kind of this dizzying, hypnotic feel to it yeah. um, that, that I really enjoy. And uh, just an example of kind of, I feel like, interesting lyrics fits inside her room luna got her broom sweep away some bits of skin let another day begin Mm. um just strange poetic world that they build and um I'm, i'm interested this doesn't sound like the sound of a young band to me it it sounds like kind of a a mature band who has been around for a while i feel like it's pretty confident and unique for uh music right now um yeah yeah i'm i'm really excited there's a lot of uh there's several other singles out and they're all really good uh so check those out as well so that was crumb with nina from jinx which is out june 14th and uh this is a self-release it says crumb records as well so isn't that fun that's that's uh sure that is crumbelievable but are you sure like i purported before mm-hmm. maybe someone had crumb records and they just you know were like okay maybe we got to go on here but um that'd be pretty crummy if they had to do yeah, that right all right and since i'm out of crumb puns uh i'm going to move on to my last song did you say you have crumpets oh I wish I did, man. Uh, Sorry, I thought I heard crumpets, and you know, me and crumpets. You know, last episode when when the the prince dropped off the royal baby jug head, he's safe at home, don't worry about it. Uh, I was like, what the fuck? You leave me your baby and no crumpets? And I, I... I wrote I wrote him a letter, so maybe uh, cool. It'll Do you get think it's soon. gotten there yet? N- not not yet, mm-hmm. because um, I don't know how mail travels over the ocean, but pretty soon I think uh, we'll see a crumpet delivery coming. Well, I mean, way. you put it in a bot like the letter in a bottle and put like drove to yeah, the put it ocean. In the sea. And, yeah, yeah. So Obviously. it'll be there sometime. I also sent a raven. All right, my last song comes from a band. They're just analog girls in a digital world. They're two men. I, they're not girls. Um, I just wanted to say that rhyme. but I'm very confused. <laughs> Basically, this band, uh, they, similar to uh, Yaysayer, will uh, took the sort of indie rock band style and incorporated uh, some digital sounds, some samples and uh it creates for a really interesting sound and they like to keep it in a major key so this is sort of uplifting danceable but with some interesting themes in uh the lyrics this is the band generationals that i'm talking about Mm. i actually played generationals on the podcast before when they did a cover of the 
Volcano I'm Still Excited song in green. You which, know, this is how I know them, I think, yeah. from you. And um, and that's what I found like they had a really interesting style because I could see them being like your typical indie rock band, but then they bring in these like samples and these interesting uh, elements that um, yeah, they, give it a whole another uh, level. They bring Denoise. They do bring Denoise, and I would even go so far as to say they bring defunk really yeah um we'll see you can make that judgment uh everyone can make that judgment for themselves but um we're gonna listen to this song i turned my back on the written word Hmm. yeah why um well let's listen and find out here's generationals with i turned my back on the written word Something about it didn't get me all the way there. Um, I don't know. Uh, I thought the the opening sample really interesting. Yeah, right. Uh, and then the 
I think that it might be another sample or maybe a weird synth sound, but the yeah, I don't uh, know. Some more otherworldly sounds going on I, for sure. I like that a lot, but then I don't know. Just the maybe it was the vocal effect thing or the effect effect on the drums that yeah you're weird with vocal effects i could see that it just something didn't draw me all the way in but it was cool it was interesting it was different uh so i appreciate that uh it did have a little like the the bass line was a little funky so they did bring the noise and they brought like a little bit of defunk um, <laughs> yeah i don't think they really brought the funk no. i was just talking you oh know. okay I, I you said that we should decide if they did yeah. um, so then i guess that's uh so that's no. your decision you know I'm a sucker for staccato piano. Ding, 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 ding. Which we were talking about like how that was more of like a hip-hop beat in Crumb. And I feel like when I think of staccato piano beats like that, I more think of like hip-hop songs like Kanye, Gone, and mm-hmm. um, like Scarface on my block. And that's why I'm like, uh, I feel like, yeah, this did feel like sort of like a hip-hop, but like just that sort of style of chopping samples and then blending them with organic instruments um as well it had a little chopped and screwed vibe too yeah it it was a little chopped and screwed you know just how i like it and uh uh, what does what does screwed mean i um i don't know so chopping it's like obviously you're chopping stuff up you're moving it around um maybe is the is the screwing with it the screwing um yeah you're screwing with it it's chopped and screwed so it's kind of redundant yeah I mean, we should just call it chewed. Mm. Just combine the two. And then, you know, you just like, you, that's sort of the same concept. You, you edit it, you're editing it with your teeth, you're chopping it with them, and then you're screwing, screwing it around. With your tongue. <laughs> you know, you just, then you just screw and swallow. That's what you do when you chew something. So true. Um, But yeah, so it's chopped and screwed a little bit. Um, Definitely. But still sort of has the feel of like, uh, in, indie pop uh band and you know you asked why why turn your back on the written word yeah um and the chorus says i turn my back on the written word over you and something about uh like all the things that you all the things you said you did is that true i think you lie and so it seems like Hmm. the written word is betraying them in some way because of this person who is purporting like they don't trust what's being presented to them, and uh, it's probably about the Catholic Church. Oh, elaborate. So, <laughs> um, the word, right? The oh. is like the Bible. The written. So the written word, uh, because of you, like because they've done something mm, they don't trust. Right, you like do that. That makes uh, sense. I don't know if you've heard. It's been on the news for the last I don't know seventy years. The Catholic Church is really bad about molesting boys. Hmm, must have missed that one. Um, uh, so, like, you know, maybe uh, maybe they turned their back on the Catholic Church because of, finally, uh, all the molestation charges. Possibly. You know what it made me think of? Because the album is called Reader as Detective. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it made me think mm-hmm. of, like, you know, the age we're in with fake news, turning the back, uh, the war that's on the press, the mm-hmm. written word, mm-hmm. turning your back on the written word. Um and reader as detective immediately made me think of detective pikachu detective pikachu or as since we are drowsy i was thinking it should be detective drowsy but you know why Mm. it's not (laughs) 
He'd just take a nap. He wouldn't go out there and bust criminals. <laughs> that and, would be cute. That would be crazy. Drowsy. Yeah, it'd be a pretty boring movie, though. It would be, but it would be cool if, like, Drowsy was his sidekick, and he was like, come on, Drowsy, we're out. Oh, you're sleeping. Yeah, again. you're yeah. sleeping again. That would get old pretty quick. Yeah, you could do um, it one time. I I would like to see Detective Mr. Mime. Which I think Mr. Mime shows up in there, but that would be, oh man, to see him, he would just be like, pretend he was trapped in a box, and then he would switch around and trap the criminals in the invisible box. What? That'd be cool. Yeah. Um... I wish we lived in a world with Pokemon guys. I really do. But yeah, so detective as, or, so right. reader as detective Pikachu um, right. is the name of the or no, it's reader as detective. But um, that I thought of like fake news and how you know you can't really trust what you read on the internet or um, and like how a lot of false stories were mm-hmm. placed in. Like you really do have to be a detective and research if what you're reading is true. Just like. Mila Kunis divorced and wasting away a simple Google will tell you she's not wasting away. She's doing just fine guys. But the written word is, uh, is people are, can use the written word to try and betray us. And the, the world we're in where we need to be more critical of it. Um, so maybe they're talking about the Catholic church. Maybe it's political. Maybe it's none of that, which I feel like it's very likely about detective Pikachu. Yeah. So that was Generationals with I Turn My Back on the Written Word from Reader as Detective out June 19th on Polyvinyl. All right, well, we got one last thing to do, and that's talk about the music we're excited for coming out today in Shouts. Well, we usually shout out albums, but since I mentioned it earlier, Yaysayer has a new song out. You just heard it at the beginning of this episode. Go listen to it some more. Just play it on a loop. Um... Loop it. Loop it. Chop it and screw it. <laughs> um, loop it. Chop it. Screw it. Loop it. Chop it. Screw it. Um, then I quoted them earlier. The National. I'm easy to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be a really great album. And they just released a film that uh, accompanies it. Made by Mike Mills from R.E.M. So that's pretty cool. Um, also, Tyler, the Creator. Back with Igor, Igor depends on who you ask, but um, Flower Boy was an amazing album. So, curious to see what the follow up will be. What you got, Brian? Uh, this uh, new, newish female rapper, Megan the Stallion. I don't know if you've heard her before, but uh, debut album, Fever. I'm excited about that one. Slow Tie, a, a English rapper with uh, album Nothing Great About Britain. That should be fun. And, of <laughs> course, Carly Rae Jepsen. CRJ. With Dedicated. I'm excited about that. Were you a fan Surge. at all of Emotion, um, the the last album? Are you a Carly Rae fan? Um, Do you care? I've come, I've come around on Jepsen. Yeah, um, I like made fun of uh, my friend when he was all like, no, this album's really good. And I, um, at the time, I was like, yeah, whatever. She made Call Me Maybe, but then I listened to it, and it's actually it's it's actually solid. So yeah, I'm going to check yeah. out CRJ. Oh, you know what time it is? It's Three Daddy o'clock. We uh, got to talk about our three daddies. I love them all equally. Yeah. They, they all have taught me different things yeah. in life. Um, 
It, yeah, love the three days. Exactly. Um, first up, we're a Planet Ant podcast brought to you by Pinecast, and uh, that's like a two-headed dad right there. Yeah, and one head is an ant, and the other is like a tree. It's really, it, it's kind of scary. But hey, there are daddies, and we love them. There so. are daddies, and we love them, and they're good to us. Um, and then daddy number three, off shelfy. Yep, offshelf.net. Uh, check out that website. There's a new interview from Lopan's Jesse Bartz, uh, a column from Jim Testa's punk rock scouting report. So if you're interested in some punk rock, he's got some hot new young talent hot new young punks <laughs> and uh don't forget to sign up for the monthly digital zine uh it has all the month's features bonus content games and more and follow along at offshelf.net that's d-o-t in the dot offshelf.net on facebook twitter instagram and then while you're at it, head over to at Best Song Ever Pod, and you can find us there. We do really fun stuff. Like uh, I got like I just got a Twitter like from Jamila Woods when I said I was really happy she included Jars of Clay on her uh, on her Spotify playlist. Uh, so that was fun. That's that's fun stuff on Twitter. Like what else? Where else are you gonna see that kind of stuff? You know, nowhere else on the internet. <laughs> it's can some good you content. See. No one knew anything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I understood it, but <laughs> where else are you gonna see that? How do I end the show after that? That's what I was like about to end it again. <laughs> I love to interject and make it hard yeah. for you to end. On that note. We're going to say goodbye to you, our friends, uh, for Planet Ant Podcast. I'm Luke LeBen telling you, you got to check your perspec. And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. <sighs> Best song ever.